James's Saturday Show. Fantastic classics, artist interviews, and brand new music. James's Saturday Show on IndieLive.radio. So, how are you this morning? I'm good. I'm good. Good, good. And mind if I ask you, where exactly are you based? I'm in Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. Ah, right, right. Yeah. So, um, quite a distance away from me then. Yeah, yeah, we're <laughs> across the water for sure. <laughs> so, I think you're probably, in fact, you will be the furthest away um, interviewee that yeah. I've had on Zoom. So, there's always a first on everything. That's neat. I'm a- <laughs> Good stuff. So, let's get right into it then. Um, Obviously, uh, with the whole COVID-19 situation, everybody's kind of put things on hold. How has it been for yourself across there on the other side of the pond? Uh, It's been been trying, I suppose. Uh, It doesn't leave much room for, you know, public entertainment. And as a songwriter or performer, that's kind of your bread and butter, so... Uh, we've still been fortunate to get, you know, a pick up a couple of shows here and there, but it's it's nothing like it was. Mm-hmm. So we've turned online, basically. Um, yeah. Like like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I was just actually going to say that. I mean, obviously over here, um, there's still not really any public performances um, mm-hmm. going on. Um, so everybody's been sort of doing, you know, sort of FaceTime, uh, Facebook events and Zoom yeah. events and all this kind of thing. Um, but as somebody said to me recently, it doesn't really um, give you a, the kind of feedback that you would normally thrive on. No, it doesn't. It's uh, it, It's been, you know, there's a silver lining there too. I suppose it's given us... Uh, a reason to go and you know kind of firm up our our tech skills if you will mm-hmm. uh, just you know try and try and make, you know put out a decent product uh online you know it takes a little bit of i suppose it takes a tiny bit of equipment and a little bit of know-how and yeah. uh so so a lot of us weren't weren't really strong with the know-how part of that equation so yeah we, you got to learn quick yeah i mean i certainly um had never done anything like FaceTime or Zoom or anything like that um, in the past. Uh, so it was a, a new learning experience for me in that respect. Um, but fortunately, um, I was helped along with the uh, colleagues at Indie Live Radio. Um, yeah. You had a bit more experience with it. Yeah, you got lucky there. You got a whole team around you. <laughs> and in and, and actual fact, it's, it's kind of um, not taking over completely but it, it seems quite normal to me now when the first couple that i did it was really very strange yeah it's the same as anything else you get used to it and you, <laughs> you don't remember what it was like without it absolutely absolutely so um you sent me a wee list of um artists and, yeah. and i've got it here in front of me um and it's quite varied i have yeah. to say um, which is great because I, I think, from my own point of view, I think you know people need to have as many musical influences as possible um, yeah. to, to to sort of grow and move forward as an artist. But um, I was quite surprised to see, based on the other guys that are in the list, to see yeah. Mark Knopfler in there. Oh, Knopfler is my Elvis. He's the he's at the very top of my list. He has been my whole life. 
I, uh, I love him. I've seen him live a couple of times yeah. and I, I, I've, I've loved Mark Knopfler since I was a small, small boy. Yeah. I, I will remember um, when the Dire Straits uh, first hit the, the charts here yeah. in, in the UK. Um, and I've always loved guitar music. Um, mm-hmm. Not very good at playing the guitar myself, but I've always loved guitar music. And uh, watching this guy who was kind of like of my generation, kind right. of, um, who had such uh, expertise with the guitar, mm-hmm. yeah. just made me want more and more. And I've followed him ever since. Yeah, me too. I I remember when, uh, well, I suppose it was when Brothers in Arms came out. Uh, I know they had, they had recordings before that, of course, but uh, that one came out on radio here in, you know, in Canada and, and all over the world. And it really changed, you know, or changed a lot of things in the musical landscape. But, uh, you know, like you said, for the first time, you know, you maybe, well, maybe not the first time, but so prominently you've got a, a guy who plays the guitar beautifully like that. So melodic and, mm-hmm. and, and things, you know, at the top of the charts, because let's face it, Marcus, Mark Knopfler's not the best singer out there. No, no. Uh, so, you know, you've, you've got the instrument taking you, to the top of the to the top of the charts all over the world and it was and you know i i just those melodies just sat with me forever yeah. you know yeah um and the, the track that you've chosen uh done with bonaparte um mm-hmm. it's well it's not a rare track but it's a track that you don't really hear very often no it's uh i think it's from his, his first solo album i believe mm-hmm. uh, uh golden heart yeah um in 90 93 i think he put that out and and that that album i hadn't uh i was a, like i said i was a pretty big uh dire straits fan but for for whatever reason if i, I don't know if i fell asleep for for a little while i, I you know that the news that mark knopfler actually had a solo career was was big news to me yeah i, I hadn't seen it coming i suppose and uh that first first solo album really spoke to me because uh, I was listening to a lot of Celtic music at the time mm-hmm. and there's a lot of Celtic influence on that album and in that song particular mm-hmm. particular you know done with Bonaparte it tells a tells a beautiful story and it checks off all the boxes musically for me too so I was hooked on that right away mm-hmm. as well yeah. yeah good good stuff um it's interesting um you mentioned in the whole Celtic music thing there as well obviously uh, being there in Cape Breton um, yeah. There's going to be masses of different influences um, mm. on you uh, as well. Do you record in more than one language, or uh, no, just just English? I uh, I'm not that brave yet. I would like to <laughs> maybe someday tackle a Gaelic tune or you know something along those lines. But um, I've got a big big respect for for Celtic music, uh-huh. uh, especially in this part of the world. And, and for the language itself, and those are the kinds of things that you don't want to, you don't want to mess around with unless you really know what you're doing. I think you know. Yeah, I mean, another sort of skill that I've been trying to gain through the whole lockdown thing, because um, essentially I've been in lockdown since the end of February, um, oh. is I've been doing my best to learn to speak Gaelic um, oh, cool. through the Duolingo app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and unfortunately, I've been doing more work um, through the daytime now. Um, yeah. So I don't get as much chance to practice. Um, and 
like anything else, you have to do it on a consistent, regular basis oh, to, to really improve, you know. Um, yeah. so I'm hoping to be able to do that uh, a bit more often because we yeah. do put out a, a, a Gaelic uh, programme um, for Gaelic musicians. Oh. And uh, also uh, we have a what's known as a Discord chat channel. Um, mm-hmm. where people can chat with me when I'm on live uh, on a Saturday. And uh-huh. we have a Gaelic channel in there as well. So uh-huh. people can, you know, sort of chat to each other in Gaelic and obviously, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Help, in my case, get help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, Gaelic in this part of the world is, uh, you know, they call it a dying language and, uh, mm-hmm. and a dying culture. And uh, there's a very strong, uh, you know, a very strong group of people that, that are trying to make sure that that doesn't happen. There's a, a place called the Gaelic College here in Cape Breton, and uh, they promote Gaelic culture, Gaelic language, Gaelic music, you know, continually, and uh, and they're doing their best to make sure that it doesn't die. But like we as as kids here in Cape Breton and in Nova Scotia, we have to take French classes when we go to to school, right? Uh, French being the second language of, of Canada. And French and English are similar in a lot of ways. There are a lot of words that, that you know, that are pronounced the same, yeah. mean mean the same. But English and Gaelic don't have <laughs> don't have too many similarities from what I can gather. <laughs> no, they don't. Um, it, and Gaelic was, uh, for many, many years, it was pretty much a dying language here um, in yeah. Scotland. And yeah. it didn't get uh, promoted very much, um, apart from sort of in the Western Isles and parts of the Highlands. Um, and I've always enjoyed it, you know, even though I couldn't speak it and I didn't really understand it. I used yeah. to enjoy listening to traditional Gaelic music. Um, yeah. You know, it, it just, it, for me, I think it's quite a melodic um, language, you know. Yeah. Um, and there are a lot of in- instances where um, it crosses over between uh, Irish and Welsh Mm-hmm. Um, and also to a certain extent, parts of northern Spain and uh, in France, around about the Pyrenees, um, mm-hmm. is a kind of similar type language, you know. Okay. <clears throat> so yeah. it, it's, it's always something that's fascinated me. You know, I'm always fascinated by languages anyway. You know. Yeah, um, I like words. I I like word. You know, origins of words and where things came from and and why things like that. And Gaelic is a beautiful language uh for for i find for acapella songs yeah. for tunes like that and yeah. you know for singing telling stories mm. and things you know things like that there's a fellow here who writes songs he's a gaelic speaker gaelic scholar his name is jeffrey mcdonald um and he he, he wrote a beautiful song about uh the hills the hills uh, in and around where he lives here in Cape Breton mm. and uh, he's talking and again, not knowing the language, I don't know what he's saying, but he's, he, <laughs> he's talking to the hills and the hills yeah. are talking back to him and something, mm. something like that. And it's just regardless of the language, it's, it's a beautiful song. You know, the melody just, just gets you. So anyway. What's the love of words then? I'm not leaving on my next question. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're writing, are the words the first thing for you? Um, normally, I, I what typically happens is I, I pick up my guitar and the first phrase falls out. Right, uh, and you know that may be that may end up being a chorus. It could be could be the verse. It could be any part of the song. But 
if it feels good in my mouth, so to speak, mm-hmm. to, to say, then I know I've got something. Yeah. And normally it happens pretty quickly. Uh, if I have to spend too much time on a song, I usually it usually ends up on the scrap heap. <laughs> um, sadly, I mean, I know lots of people write differently than that. They will they'll bang away at something until they get something out of it. But for me, I if it doesn't happen quick, it, it normally it won't happen at all. Yeah, well, I always find it interesting that musicians and uh, songwriters they they've all got in many ways, different ways of how they treat it, you know, as a process. Mm-hmm. Some people start off with lyrics um, and yeah. work that way and then put a tune, you know, to it. Other people, yeah. they get the, the, the melody first and then they try and fit the words to the melody. Yeah. Um, and I don't think, it's like a lot of things, there isn't a perfect way to do it. It's the perfect way for you to do it. Yeah, that's, that's right. important. Yeah, and you hear a lot of people talk about, uh, you know, the song, you know, wrote itself basically. Mm, yeah. And it, you know, it's, it's just sitting there in the, in the, in out there in the world somewhere waiting to be discovered by, by the writer. And, and I've got a handful of songs. I can attest to that because I've got a handful of songs that that's exactly what happens. You know, mm-hmm. you, you sit down with your, with your guitar and 10 minutes later, you have a song from start to finish that didn't exist 10 minutes yeah. ago. So are you a multi-instrumentalist or predominantly just a guitarist? Mostly guitar. I, excuse me. <coughs> I'm learning a little bit of piano. I can play bass, um, things like that, a little bit of mandolin, but mostly guitar, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. No, as I say, I mean, I am um, probably the world's worst guitarist. <laughs> <laughs> I think my problem is that um, I don't have long fingers, so... If I need to stretch for chords, it sometimes yeah. misses, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. because I've not quite got the reach. And even if I get a, a, a really narrow-necked guitar, mm-hmm. um, it can still be the same problem. Yeah. Um, so I don't really bother much, but I taught myself to play the bow run. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> uh, nice. Many, many years ago, I used to be uh, involved with a Cayley band. Okay. Um, sort of backup singer and a few yeah. other bits and bobs and doing a bit of guitar nice. work. Um, and I was doing <laughs> really weird. I ended up doing a solo gig um, at a hotel uh, in the Highlands um, for Hogmanay one year. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was another group on and they played, you know, the bow run and all the rest of it. And uh, I was standing at the side of the stage watching and um, one of the guys came over and he said, why don't you come on, you know, and he was handing me the power. And I'm like, I don't know how to play that. I've done yeah. it four of my life. He says, I just yeah. thump it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're in time with music, he says, we'll be fine. So I went out and off I went. And that's basically how it started, you know, and I, I kind of got a, a feel for it. And the following summer, I was doing um, some gigs on the ferry between Scotland and Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. And I bought uh, a bow run when yeah. I was on the boat, and yeah. I took it up from there. Yeah, I met the guys from uh, from the group Emar. All right. Uh, the here at Celtic Colors in mm-hmm. Cape Breton. I met them, uh, hung out with them a few times now over the years. And uh, Adam Brown, who uh, plays guitar and, and and drum for them, is just a mind-boggling <laughs> bow run player. I don't know if you're familiar with his work or not, but 
I'm not hundred uh, percent, but I do know them. Um, I've got a, yeah. quite a varied breadth of, of yeah. knowledge, um, but I don't really have a like a specialist subject, if you like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's uh, he. I saw him here in Cape Breton uh, play a three or four minute solo on his mm. on his bowling. Yeah, and everybody in the crowd was just wide eyed. Yeah, uh-huh. just absolutely incredible. Yeah. And I love the tone. I love the, the feel and the tone of that instrument. I always have. Yeah, you know, John Joe Kelly's another guy that I really liked. Really like play or listening to. To yeah. play, play. Um, I I remember. I don't know if you remember them. Uh, the the Corries. Uh, I've heard the name absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they they um were really the guys that kind of introduced me to Scottish traditional music. Mm-hmm. I used to go and watch them a lot, and they played Bowran and they had like all different sizes yeah, yeah. of the drum, you know, from like really big to really, really small. Yeah. And they did a lot of stuff where it was just that being played and them singing. And it was oh, just a magical wow. experience. Yeah, I can imagine. You know? Imagine. Yeah. Um, so in terms of a performance, then obviously everything's kind of curtailed. Mm-hmm. Um, would you... Consider, or have you ever been invited to come across the water um, to perform? You know, kind of like sort of Celtic connections. These kind of. I would. I would love to. Uh, both my my girlfriend and I. She's a Chisholm, so there's there's some pretty strong uh, <clears throat> some pretty strong ties, you know, mm-hmm. in our lineage, um, you, you know, to the to the motherland, right, to Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> and so we both would love, love, love to get over there. And of course, I'd love to play there too. I mean, it's it's a dream of mine, yeah. and and I think it's just a matter of making it all work. You know, I, mm-hmm. I've always said you, you might as well play in Scotland as as play across the road if if you can make it work money wise and absolutely time wise. It, it matters not to me, and it would be a great excuse to get over there. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, one of the things that we did um, with the Cayley Band because uh, we used to play in like Australia, New Zealand, all that kind of stuff. And often how we made it work was the people that were kind of like sponsoring us to go there, Mm -hmm. they would meet the costs for us to, you know, stay at hotel or whatever it might be. And then they would help us to pick up extra gigs while we were there. So they'd bring us across for like one gig. Yeah. um, But then they would help us find other Thing right. while we were there, you know, so yeah. we were earning money, um, but we weren't really spending a lot of money to get there to do it, you know. Yeah, well, that's a very generous offer, James. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll have a whip round at the uh, Indie Line Radio uh, yeah. party, which actually is, is, is quite interesting. We, I don't know if it will definitely go ahead. We had a wee practice last night of putting out um, a Hogmanay show with. Um, and there was, I think there was six of us on Zoom, and one of the other uh, DJs was sort of running all the controls, and it mm-hmm. didn't really work too well. No. Um, and we were doing it out as a broadcast. It was quite fun. Um, so what we did was we we ended the broadcast, and we went on to my private stream yeah. um, to do it, and it was a little bit more successful. Um, but we were finding that we were getting a bleed through from the Zoom chats. When yeah, he was playing as well. So we need to find a way of uh, being able to isolate that. And at the right. moment, the only sort of solution that we've got is everybody just mutes. 
when the music yeah. is playing. And if it was myself that was driving the desk, I would just give everybody a thumbs up and we were ready to start speaking again, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't think Zoom isn't really optimized for, for you know, audio experiences <laughs> of, that, of that caliber. They, yeah. Uh, it seems to me to be voice triggered somehow, the Zoom mm -hmm. thing. So, And then you have a... You have a thirty a thirty second delay. Yeah. From you know, speaking to going out on air. Yeah, latency is um, a big issue too. And it's it's all about, you know, that timing. I've got it pretty good um for doing the show myself as mm -hmm. a solo. Um, but if you're gonna introduce other people, you know, along the way and still do music and stuff like that, it's adding an extra level yeah. of difficulty. Yeah. Someday well, well I mean it, if, if there's not going to let us out of our houses anytime soon, then we're going to have to come up with something that, that works online. So, yeah. So in, 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 uh, in respect to that, how is this going to affect you sort of at Christmas time, you know, in terms of getting to visit family and stuff? Uh, we, we were doing pretty good here in, in uh, we've got what, what we call the Atlantic bubble. Mm -hmm. So the Atlantic provinces of uh, Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, Prince Edward Island and New Brunswick, uh, we were allowed to travel and 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 operate within that, those four provinces yeah. here on the east coast, um, and we were, you know, the pride of all of North America for for a time. And I suppose we still are because I mean, it, we don't have a whole lot of cases of, of COVID around here. It's starting to pick up mm. now some more. Uh, so for Christmas and stuff, I know that they're advising strongly advising us not to uh, to travel up to say Halifax which yeah. is you know the capital here uh, Nova Scotia um, you know where all the all the best shopping malls and things like that are, <laughs> you know. are, are, yeah okay good good I'm just I don't know if your your listeners may not no probably even, not I don't know you're with the area know. yeah so they're discouraging us from from traveling up to the that part of the province and for them traveling down here now mm -hmm. uh our oldest boy is uh in lives in halifax so um i don't know if he's going to be able to get home or not so, yeah. and that's just i mean i'm sure almost every family around mm -hmm. has got a similar story but i think i think it's you know it's important probably to follow these rules right now because yeah. if you get a bunch of people together at christmas from all over the place well that's just you know that's just a asking for trouble i guess yeah absolutely um i've already sort of said normally we go to um, my oldest sisters uh, mm -hmm. at christmas um and although she's still putting something on um because they're allowed up to uh, so many people from so many households yeah um but the i said to them that you know i'm just going to stay in my flat uh, mm -hmm. you know and i think we're going to do a family zoom yeah, um, on Christmas yeah. Day. So I know. You know, it's, it's that's sad, though, isn't it? Oh, it's it's you know to think when it kind of started, you know, back at the beginning of the year. I don't think anybody really imagined, you know, no. that it would go. I certainly never thought that I would be a uh, stuck indoors pretty much I constantly since February. Um, yeah, I, and the, partly because I, I it turned out it was a. Uh, 
just a really bad cold, but I wasn't sure if I had got COVID or not back at the end yeah. of February. Um, so I took the decision to self-isolate for two weeks there, and we didn't have a testing thing going here in Scotland at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I recovered and I was fine. But then um, my day job um, said, you know, right, we need you to, to work from home, don't be coming into the office. Yeah, and I was like, okay, fair enough. And they supplied yeah. us with, you know, a, a laptop to, to work from yeah. home and stuff like that. I have to say, I quite like. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people do. <laughs> you get into a routine, and and you know, you know, yeah, your day I mean, is your, day, your own again. That's yeah. nice. And I don't have. I, I I live on my own, so I don't have any external interruptions. You know, some of my yeah. colleagues I know have got kids, um. So when the kids were off school as well, it was very difficult for them, um, mm-hmm. to do the job because the kids were running around and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, that's true. <laughs> but anyway, so. Um, believe it or not, we're running out of time already. I ask this of everybody. um, Let's think that we've now, everybody gets vaccinated, you know, and we're all able to get out and about the way that we normally would. Um, Have you got any kind of big plans going forward into 2021 from your musical perspective? Well, I'm going to be making uh, a, a recording an EP sometime early in the new year mm-hmm. and uh, working with a uh, group called CB Mike here, and it's the Cape Breton Music Industry Cooperative. Uh, so they've been they've been kind and generous enough to help me out with this recording, and so I'm going to try and promote that the best that I can. I'm hoping for, you know, a bit of an a bit of a an uptick in people's energy levels mm. and things like that. I can only assume that when people are allowed out, the way that we used to be allowed out uh, with free, you know free reign. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm hoping people will be dancing in the streets, and, <laughs> and, they'll, and they'll need some music to dance to, right? Absolutely, so, absolutely. So, well, yeah. certainly, um, you know, I'll certainly play your music. Um, uh, I get uh, some good feedback um, when I play excellent. it, um, and people are sort of enjoying it. So, you know, uh, yeah. so um, nice to hear that. Keep it going. I, I can honestly say that of all the the new artists that I've highlighted on the show of which there is somewhere in the region of getting up towards 200 tracks wow. being submitted to me um since round about me time yeah um so you know and i play i generally what i do is i'll maybe do two or three artists highlight them you know yeah week, different people um and obviously do the interviews with people and stuff like that as well yeah um but as I say, it's almost time to go. I completely forgot <laughs> about where you were in terms yeah. of the timing of it. So I do apologize. Yeah, it's okay. Dragging you out of your bed in the middle of the yeah. night. No, I was awake. I was awake. <laughs> I just wasn't up yet. Um, but listen, it's been great to, to see you and to speak yeah, to you, Steve. And uh, hopefully um, we'll get the chance to, to do it properly face-to-face I would love that. In, the, in the near future. I would love that. Okay, so you have a great time. Enjoy Christmas and New Year. Happy Christmas to yourself, too. To you and yours. Yeah. And uh, And, uh, keep making music. Thank you, sir. (laughs) Cheers now. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. 
Okay, so how do you get in touch with me here at the Saturday Show? Well, it's very, very simple. You can tweet me at JE Saturday Show or at Indie Live Radio. You can send me a message to our page on Facebook, Indie Live Radio. Why not join us on the Discord chat live during the show? Go to the website, indielive.radio, and sign up to the Discord chat channel. You can text the show, 07849 162250 that's 07849162250 you can email me at the show and if you are a musical artist singer band etc you email james.saturdayshow at gmail.com with a sample of your music and uh, we can arrange to have it played on air for you we have our own facebook page and uh, any interviews a new artist that i will be featuring will be posted up on there as well and if you have any music and you're not signed up to a record label we can post that up on our facebook channel james's saturday show fantastic classics artist interviews and brand new music james's saturday show on indie live.radio